TJ, I have a surprise for you. Yeah, what's that? I have canned wine. Oh, God, no. Yes. Canned wine episode two. Electric Boogaloo. That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go. Bringing you the segments that you're looking for. Like Cape Talk screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon. Joined by Brian Thornton. All right, so buckle up, people. It's it's gonna. You're be not even gonna give me a chance to say hello or do anything awkward. You're not gonna let me let me talk about the average speed of a European swallow. You're not gonna let me do any of that. Uh, wait, African or European? I said European. Josh Burns is uh, will not be joining us this episode. It is the two of us, but with a can of wine. I'm pouring one out for you, homie. Please don't pour it out. Pour it into your gullet. Nope. I, I don't want All you to. All on my carpet. Oh, no. And I'm wearing my luxurious summer robe. Summer robe. It's lightweight and breezy and comfy. Buckle up, listeners, because we're going to be talking uh, a lot about things going on in comic books, but we're also we're going to space in this episode. So get ready. First and foremost, I would like everybody to know that this canned wine is still the Infinite Monkey Theorem. Mm. So no sponsor of this show, but it is not unlike last time. Not a Savio Mug. I'm sorry, not a what? Savio Mug. It (laughs) is. Can't say it, can uh, you? Savio Mug. What? Go ahead, carry on. I've got my Cavassier. It uh, it is a red wine. Can says ridiculously good wine in a can. You can drink anywhere. And Infinite Monkey Theorem. I'd like you to know. Last time I checked, it's frowned upon to drink wine anywhere. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like I can't can. drink it at my daycare. Well, here's the point: if it didn't specifically say in very big letters on the front "red wine," you probably could take this, you know, places. It does say it but with a little monkey on the front. Very large letter font of red I, wine. I, I monkey. See that. Red, red wine. Uh, so listen. <laughs> All right, listener, let's start this episode off by talking about the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV, see how it's affecting movies, but most of all, how the hell is it affecting Brian? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. DC Universe, our favorite streaming service. Ooh, Last DC. week, we talked about that they have released swamp thing yes and this week they have canceled it no it's been one week one week since you looked at me and uh th- this show is gone now listen uh there there has been a lot of speculation as to what's going on uh a f- uh, friend of the show brian roman went on our facebook page and left us a comment trying to shed a little light onto it initially it was reported that uh they were supposed to be given a tax credit uh in order to compensate them for some of the uh uh filming costs um however an update the same day said that the uh you know the the local government there said nope that is not what happened we gave them all the money that we said that we were going to do it wasn't their budget so the official word of this right now is creative differences now there's two things that i thought were interesting as i was researching this this show was initially supposed to be 12 episodes it was cut down to 10 i believe and uh, apparently Warner Brothers Media, the company that's now in charge of all this crazy stuff, uh, was not necessarily a big fan of this show and may not have seen the returns that they were expecting when it came to subscribers and uh, dropped it off DC Universe. So it's a shame. 
a lot of people, Brian, a lot of people that I talked to really enjoyed the pilot. Uh, did you get any feedback from people who have seen the show? What, what they kind of thought about it? I am hearing nothing but wonderful things about this show so far. Um, I, I it, it looks great. I'm excited. I just to have not gotten a chance to sit down and watch it. I am currently catching up on Black Mirror. Uh, oh, yes. I haven't seen the new new season. Yet. I haven't watched the new season yet You're either because I, I was I was three seasons behind. So. Uh, Three you don't want to have a black basically. black mirror conversation real quick i mean i let's go, come down this tangent with me we're just because josh isn't here doesn't mean we can't have tangents cj <laughs> okay go ahead tangents are a way let's, of this show let's talk just the tangents don't have to go in the show notes but they're still enjoyable <laughs> all right go ahead but tell me a little bit about your black mirror experience no i, I banged out three episodes the other night and uh um, are you on the the time where they switched over to netflix or are you still when they're they were on the the it wasn't bbc whatever channel they were on initially I, I've always watched. I, I first started watching the show on Netflix, but I watched the first two seasons, and that's when they were on the on on in the English channels. Yeah, they were yes. they, it very. It felt very much like a BBC show, and then this season is the third season. Um, I think it's it. it you can tell it's Netflix because they're getting not British actors. Um, I watched Nosedive, which is the one with Bryce Dallas Howard. Right, yes. Where you rate each other's interactions. Yeah. Which, by the way, every interaction with you, I'd rate a five. Oh, with me? With you. Wow, you should drink more often because I know that's not normally the case. And I know, I know you were expecting a one because my role on this show is to make you feel like crap and get on your nerves. But I'm feeling generous today. Oh, wow, look at that. Five stars. Anyway, I watched that episode. I watched the episode about the mechanical bees. Yeah. And then the last episode that I watched was Playtest. Do you remember Playtest? Uh, not the. I don't know it by title. I know it by situation. Okay, so it was the one Spoiler about this guy for... who, uh, you know, you find out like a little bit through that his father had died. He left the house to and to explore the world. Went overseas. Was in London, just trying to escape for a while. And his uh, his wallet gets stolen. He can't get back home. So he volunteers. Uh, to get paid to do a playtest oh, of this, yes, like, yes, augmented yes, yes. The, reality the, the thing. Video, yes, the video game one. The video yes. game with the survival heart. Yeah. yeah. That was the last episode I watched, and it was like at 11.30 at night, and Cassandra is home, and she watches half of it with me. Yeah. And I don't let things like that affect me. But, yeah. But this episode was A, really demented in terms of like layer on layer on layer, but B, mm-hmm. had like spiders with human faces on it and crap like that i and like i got to the end of it i was like okay well i'm gonna go to bed and cassandra's like yeah sure let's just go to bed not like we just watched something freaking terrifying for an hour and a half (laughs) did you watch (laughs) shut up and dance yet it's the one right after playtest that's actually the next one i have not watched it yet (sighs) buckle up man things are about to get really weird for you but the one that's that i know the one that's that's i'm gonna watch it tomorrow oh dude it's gonna mess you up real real hard try and get through because I want to watch season five. We're going to try and get through Black Mirror real quick. The one after that, Santa. Uh, San Juniper? Yeah, San Juniper. I've heard nothing but like oh, amazing things so about it. So good. I love that one. Uh, I hear it's the only Black Mirror episode with a happy ending. Um, Yeah. It's all relative, depending on, on how you feel about things. Right, 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 right. Uh, right, 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 right but right. yes, but you're, oh, man, you're about to get into some deep shit on the next one. So enjoy that. Anyway, so I'm catching up with that. And then, and then. And then. 
bomb thing. Well, report back. And, and never Doctor Who. No, I'm joking. I, I, I will I, eventually get to I, No, I figured eventually is at some point you'll also eventually have kids. And then I most, def- I most definitely will never... Watch Probably it. never finished Deadwood. I'm uh, not gonna yeah, lie. That's all right. I, I've given up on you watching Deadwood or anything else. And I'm never going to start Letter Kenny. Yeah, and I could say that because Josh, Josh is not on the here. show this week. That hurts. But you know what? He's listening right now, like in his car or something, and he's like screaming because Letter Kenny, to be fair, is wonderful according to Josh. <laughs> I refuse to watch it based well, on hey, principle. You want know here? Sir. Just while we're doing this, we're on screw you I'm and just your terrible you know. shows. I'm just gonna let you know this, Brian. Uh, you're gonna hear a lot more about Letter Kenny because Hulu has picked it up to become an original series produced by Hulu. Oh God, no! Why? So the Canadian company that was doing it out, Hulu picked Wait, it up. Is this no. in the show notes? I hate Hulu you. Hulu picked it up. No. So oh, anyway, God. let's do this then, Brian. Let's help you out. Let's get back. No. Let's get our capes back on. All right. Bring me back to Cape Talk. Will you put your cape. Will you, will you put back cape on. Just give I it have a it on. Count? Okay, good. It's, a, it's always on. We got a, uh, a a poster that revealed, and this is real quick, the new costume for Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, we did. Pretty, uh, A, that's a colorful fucking poster. Yes. And uh, B, hey, we actually have, you know, some armor on the Amazonian. That's nice. Yeah. I Okay. How do you feel about it? How do you? I want your thoughts. How do you it, feel? It looks what are your like thoughts. It, it really looks like the costume designer was like, "Hey, I got a bunch of leftover parts from the Aquaman one. Do you want? Should we just give it to her? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, it's fine. It, it's it, based on a comic book costume, but it looks like something Lady Gaga would wear. It, it does. It, it, it is. Based I don't on know if that's a good costume. thing or a bad thing. It just does. I'm pretty good. At, I'm, 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 I mean, listen. I'm, honestly, though, and to be fair. Oh God. To be fair. <laughs> so You're welcome, Josh. I hate that show. Um, based on principle it's it's a costume it's fine it does this job of being a costume i i can't hate it i can't love it it just is I, it, it looks odd it looks odd in, in the poster that they release it's it, dude it feels like her head is kind of removed now, from the rest now now that's her just body. bad photoshopping that's it's just definitely bad photoshopping super bad but Photoshop, like but the costume's fine it's a costume the costume itself is fine but like i don't know what function it's I have a I have an idea for that. What is your idea? So who is the villain of of this episode of the of this movie? Cheetah, Cheetah, right? She's got yes. claws and, and and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Half of Wonder so, Woman's old costume was very exposed. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So if you're gonna do de- if you're gonna deal with someone who could poison you or put something on the tips of your fingers and scratch you, this has sleeves. I have a question, function. CJ. Answer Daily Double. Doo-doo. And my question is thus. Yes. As we're talking about the Wonder Woman poster, mm-hmm. and I know it's not in the show notes, but I learned recently. Yes. Warner Brothers slash DC Studios is not going to be at Comic-Con. Yes, I read that. And Marvel's not going to be at Comic-Con. Correct. Because D23 is this year. Yes. What the hell am I going to see at Comic-Con? Because I'm not going to get a Wonder Woman 84 trailer. No, you're not. I'm not going to get like a Black Widow trailer or anything from Marvel. Nope. The Game of Thrones that used to be in Hall H every year, Gone. Game of Thrones has ended. Yep. What the hell am I going to go to Hall H for this year? Listen, Brian, uh, let's let's be honest. The Comic Con has been dominated by the big the big two, right? It, it's it's seen Marvel, Disney, and it's seen DC. Just kind of give me about hope, CJ. Tell me why well, I should invest in Comic Con because now because it's my Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're gonna now we're gonna be able to give the spotlight to other projects and other things that deserve to have the spotlight on them. Maybe even see some original things get the attention that they wouldn't have gotten. Things that get swept under the rug. And more attention to these things means more interest. More interest means longer projects, and we may see some more out of the box things. So hopefully we'll. So see you have something. no idea what I'm going to see in Hall H. You're just giving no. me some hope. Yeah, and think about this. It's you have about failed time. miserably. 
No, think about this. If all we keep seeing is here's the next movie in this saga, here's the next movie, here's the here's the formula that we've been doing for years, and that's all you keep seeing. It's about time Comic Con goes back to maybe its roots and you know shows off comics and original stories. It's 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 just time to do that. It's fine, Brian. Everything will be fine. Don't worry about it. We'll Enjoy your pretty thing. There's going to be great stuff there. Who knows? Nathan Fillion will now be in Hall H talking about more crazy stuff. Isn't that what we want in our I life? We love Nathan Fillion. There we go. Okay. Everyone, everyone can rest. All right, I'm good. I'm in. All right. All right. All right. Speaking of the MCU, uh, we got some some rumors, some news, and I don't know how confirmed this is, so I'm 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 curious about this. The Fantastic Four apparently is ready to come in to the MCU, and then this is where Josh is now throwing things out of his car window. With director Peyton Reed, who you may know from Ant Man. This is exactly no, this is exactly who you want helming this film. This is exactly what we need. Sell me, because I'm not sold on it. I'm gonna sell oh, I'm gonna sell you, all right. right? This is the guy you want helming a Fantastic Four movie. The reason you want this guy helming a Fantastic Four movie is at the core of it, this family is a family. And it's 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 all about heart and relationship between the four of them. And it's, it's going to, ha- it's got to have humor. The fantastic four at the very core of it has always had a nice little humor about it. That's why fan four sticks suck so bad. It, it, did, yeah, it, it didn't was devoid of anything that made these characters lovable. And right. Peyton Reed knows how to direct a movie with heart and humor. You say whatever you want about those Ant-Man movies. Those scenes between Scott and Cassie are adorable and they're you're bought great, in. Yes. It's funny and not just because of Paul Rudd. That There's definitely some of Peyton Reed in there because he also helps write those movies. Okay. That's what you want in Fantastic Four. I am super excited. 2022 is the year that is supposed to be coming out. So I guess I guess I'm a little jaded because Edgar Wright was supposed to be doing the original Ant Man and they you know fired him in the middle of the movie and he can they didn't fire him he left uh, all right so they parted ways due to creative differences he was poli- he was he was he was politely asked to leave and he was like I want to leave anyway you can't fire me I quit Edgar Edgar Wright's beef is not with with Marvel oh producers. yeah he's got no problem with he's got no problem with Marvel. They they parted ways after everything was done, and they they were they understood why everyone left. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, so I don't know why okay. you're jaded over it. It's not like they fired him; he chose to leave. So also, Brian, I want to let you know uh, a couple people on Twitter. I don't want you to get upset, but someone took it into their hands to uh, do a little bit of a cast this for their Fantastic Four pick. We already casted I'm, this, didn't we? I, we did. I'm curious to hear with you if you hear uh, when you hear this list. What, what do you think about? All it? right, all right. So Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic. Hmm. John Krasinski. Yeah, I'm on board. That was my pick, Susan, right? Susan that. Storm, Invisible Woman, Emily Blunt. Oh my gosh, that's totally like my thing. Johnny Storm, Human Torch, Taryn Edgerton. Yeah, I'm good with that. I forget who I picked, but I'm good with that. Ben Grimm, The Thing, Terry Crews. The Expendables Terry Crews. No, 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 I, I, I know, I know, I know. Here's the thing. I don't agree with that. I'll tell you right now. Why? Do you want to know why? Or are we just going through? No, go ahead. I love Terry Crews. I, I I think he's great. He's great in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's very funny. I don't think he can play tortured soul. I don't think he's got that in him. At least not yet. I haven't seen anything that, that has shown me that he can do that. And Ben Grimm is supposed to be this this oh, yeah. tortured character. Absolutely. So like, 
whereas like I know where you're coming from because like yeah he's big he's beefy you could probably get away with not doing CGI do what you did with Michael Chiklison but like a, a suit on him right, yeah, yeah. but I don't think he can do that I don't think he can get the tortured part of, of Ben Graham down three out of four ain't bad dude three out of four ain't did bad did they cast Doctor Doom this person who casted all this <laughs> I would no they didn't they just went though, just with the four, I, with the I heard a rumor that Keanu Reeves they're talking to Keanu Reeves about being well, in the Keanu Reeves and everything you had me at Keanu Reeves you don't have to Keanu have to Reeves at Doctor Doom would be amazing wouldn't it I, I he I don't know he's too nice you know we'll see I <laughs> He's too nice of a guy. Yeah, but he could play I would be a like, dick. Yeah, I kind of rooted for Doctor Doom. He could play a dick like real well, though. That he's kind of got a plan. He doesn't seem that crazy to me. Yeah, all right. And you know, I saw I saw him in John Wick. He was great. We got some more uh, casting. We got some more casting news in in regards to the the MCU and Marvel shared universe. Listen, if you're not watching the Runaways on Hulu, give it a shot. Just give it a chance. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not bad. It's not fantastic. I hear good things. It's but it's good. Uh, and uh, we got some fun casting news. Elizabeth Hurley oh. will be joining the show. Nice. As a villain. All right. Morgan Le Fay. Ooh, Morgan Le Fay. Really? Really? Right. So, uh, listen, I, I, I'm in. I, Let's do it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in, too. Let's do uh, it. First I'm off, always Elizabeth, in for Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley. Absolutely. I, I'm in there. And uh, Runaways is doing something really fun and unique on, on Hulu. It's a Hulu show. Uh, where they're they're really just kind of letting them figure this show out and and getting to know some of these characters. This show is is not for a lot of people. Uh, Josh, don't ever watch this show, please. Um, but they're they're really kind of letting things play out real well. And, and just the premise is there's a group of teenagers that that band together and run away from their homes when they discover that their parents are actually supervillains in disguise. And they're trying to go ahead and, uh, you know, atone for their parents' actions. And uh, along the way, they kind of discover a little bit of, a little bit of powers and a little bit of cosmic stuff. And a little bit about friendship. Uh, a little bit. It's, it's isn't that the true superpower? Friendship. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, Elizabeth Hurley, this is official uh, from the Marvel Runaways Twitter account, uh, joining it for season three. So Word. give it a shot on Hulu. I think most of you who are listening to the show... We'll enjoy it, and if you're really not bought in by episode two, it's fine to bounce out. That's fine. This next topic hurts me a bit to, to kind of talk about, and, and I'll be and I'll be honest, and I haven't even watched the trailer yet be, because of what's going on. Uh, Jessica Jones season three got a final trailer and the date announced for when it will uh, be, be coming onto Netflix. Um, real hard for me to get excited about this because very much like Swamp Thing, it's already canceled. Uh, I like Jessica Jones. I liked the first season a lot. I like the second season. Okay. Okay. Uh, hope it goes out on a on a good note. But I mean, it's over. It's really hard for me to get invested uh, in the show. It's so funny because I'm already reading interviews of the show, and it's just like one interview was like out with a whimper, and I'm like, oh no. And then the one one, one review, the headline was like out with a bang, and I'm like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Like, yeah, I I, I unfortunately think that the fact that the show is is canceled is tainted the show for a lot of people. Um, I don't think you're going to see many first week watches on on Netflix if they ever give a number in their life. I, I will eventually watch how the, the MCU on Netflix goes out and, and where they end it. And they were filming when they got the news that this was or maybe just wrapped when they got the news that this that this show was canceled. So I I hope they give us a satisfying ending and we don't get a stupid cliffhanger introducing a new a new character that we're never going to see again like so. in daredevil 
very much like Daredevil. That really hurt. Oh, that man. hurt a Daredevil lot. Daredevil season three was so good. So good. It hurts. So oh, it hurts. Did so you watch bad. the trailer or or no? I did watch the trailer. I'm excited. It looks good. It looks like they're doing Fool Killer. I think the character's name is. Uh, so if you are uh, if if you are one of the people who is interested in catching the final season of Jessica Jones, it will be released in its entirety on Netflix on June 14th. Uh, so be sure to check it out. I will be on my way to Florida, so I will be watching it uh, the first two weeks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time to turn our attention to the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. <laughs> Listen. Uh, I, I make make sure you 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 got you got your helmets on, right? You got maybe get got some extra oxygen with you because we're going to space, people. Uh, first is a trailer that was released during WWDC, the Worldwide Developer Conference with Apple. Uh, they unveiled a trailer for their original series for all mankind, uh, premiering on Apple TV Plus. The premise of this uh, kind of starts off really unique. Everyone's gathered around the TV. They are watching the moon landing on television. And as they come down the ladder and the astronauts uh, step foot on the moon, you hear the newscaster say, and the Russians are the first country to touch down on the moon. Cut two, and you see America obviously pretty uh, ticked off about this, uh, watching Russia win the space race, uh, to which now America completely overreacts and says, fine. We're going to the stars. All right. You want to go to the moon? We're doing everything else. Uh, so it looks like it's actually pretty interesting. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm very intrigued with this alternate kind of reality thing. I believe, Brian, nah. your opinion of it was very similar to something that we have seen on a on another streaming service as well. It's Man in the High Castle, but in space. I don't care. I, liked, I don't care. Really? It is, And it's definitely not enough for me to be bought into Apple TV plus now, plus plus. Now, Hold on, I have I have a question for you. I've got I've got two questions to see if if this helps. It is created by Ronald D. Moore, who did Battlestar did Galactica, Outlander, Star Trek, and Battlestar Galactica. Yes. <sighs> okay. Is that enough? Is that enough to pull you in? Is that enough to say, hey, that's at least in good hands? Let's be let's be really honest. I love Battlestar Galactica. I actually you am do. rewatching it right now. Yes. Outlander's a piece of garbage. <laughs> okay. And I've, everyone I've gets, tried. Everyone gets a everyone gets a, a dud. Uh, so no, it's it's not a, it's not enough. It really isn't. See, the thing is, let's let's just say this. Let, let's let's just ignore the fact that it's on a streaming service that a we don't have pricing on yet, and b we don't know when it's coming. Let's just say this was something that you could just watch. Is this interesting enough for you to just give a little bit of time? If I didn't, yeah. If I it? didn't have to invest in another streaming service, I absolutely yeah. would watch the first episode and check it out. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of the question I just have just first. Just like, hey, is this something that, you know, we, we could kind of kind of go on? And uh, it stars. Um, oh, God, what's his name? Joel Kinnaman. I always forget that. Uh, it stars uh, Joel Kinnaman. 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 Joel Kinnaman. Kinnaman. We know him from. No, from House of Cards. We know from Suicide Squad. We know him from. Robocop. And Altered Carbon. Yeah, he was in that terrible RoboCop movie. And Altered Carbon. Uh, it's got a few stars attached to it. Uh, I, I color me intrigued. And listen, it's what color it's on a streaming service. Uh, it's it's a shade of maroon, but also highlights of turquoise. Oh, highlights. that sounds pretty. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, I will probably end up with Apple TV Plus regardless. But I'm very interested in this. In this uh, in in this trailer, I will say one thing. Can I just real quick side note as a nerd? Uh, the space race to me, when you look at the <laughs> sets of accomplishments, hilarious because Russia was like, we're, we we put the first satellite in orbit. Check. 
All right, we got the first animal out in space. Check. First man. Check. First orbit around the Earth. Check. And America's like, we got to the moon, though. We win. We win. Like, well, I mean, you lost everything. Yeah, but we won because we got to the moon. So it was all good. It's all fine. Like, yeah, but you spent like three years making a pen that we just use. It doesn't matter. We got to the moon. We won. So if we lost that, I could totally imagine America just completely overreacting and just going, fine, we're going to move the goalposts again. You figure it out. We're going to get there first. Interesting. My MK Ultra training is uh, just kicked in for a second. I'm sorry. Yeah, it most Everything certainly okay? did. I'm sad that Josh is not here because he would have some words to say about that. All right, Brian, I'm very curious about your opinion for this next trailer. It's uh, Ad Astrea, uh, which is Latin for To the Stars, starring none other than Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Walk me through the, the trailer and your impressions of it. I actually saw this trailer last night when I saw Dark Phoenix. The premise of the movie seems to be that Brad Pitt's uh, father, by the way, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, do love me some Tommy Lee. Is a uh, famed uh, astronaut who was tasked with a like top secret mission to go into deep space. They disappeared, presumed dead. Uh, ends up that there was uh, some kind of weapon or something that he was working or researching. Uh, Brad Pitt is in space, and the next thing he knows, something called, I think it was called, what was it called? What's the damn? The Surge. They call The Surge happened, where basically almost like a mini EMP, things are falling out of the sky. And they're sending Brad Pitt on a mission to find his uh, father's spacecraft and, and the mission that he was working on and destroy the forces that are threatening Earth. Reminded me a little bit of like a, a slight interstellar thing. Like I got just like a vibe. Uh, but they could just be me only remembering one space movie. Very, uh, very minimum uh, interstellar stuff. I, uh, it's like Fallout 3 in space. Uh, oh, that's that's a damn good analogy. Yeah. I that's approve I, of that. That's what I got out of that. Uh, I like the, the look of this movie so far. I like the feel. Uh, definitely is some kind of, um, I don't know, the sci-fi elements of it look really great. Apparently this is based off a book. Uh, which means I may have to add it to my audiobook list to, to check it out. Mm, yeah, I don't read. <laughs> so, what do you what do you think? But I mean, honestly, what do you think about this 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 trailer? What do you think about what we're seeing here? Is it because this runs the risk of just being too too out there and and making no sense? And we're going to end with a movie going, "What the fuck was that?" This runs the risk that every space movie runs the risk of. It runs the risk of being so fucking boring. <laughs> Because I love sci-fi, but when we spend movies in space, it's either really, really interesting, i.e. Interstellar or Apollo 13, or really fucking boring. I point you to another Tommy Lee Jones movie, Space Cowboys. Or Gravity. So, like, Uh. I don't know. My real question, the real question is this. Yes. Will you spend two and a half hours looking at Brad Pitt's beautiful face? Probably. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's got Brad Pitt. He's a gorgeous man. I'll look at him for two and a half hours. Whatever. <laughs> but then you also you also get uh, 30 minutes of Tommy Lee Jones. Like I get Tommy Lee Jones via a monitor that Brad Pitt gets to watch. So sometimes it's going to be like interchanged with shots of Brad Pitt. So oh, okay. I get I get mean old pug looking guy. Yeah. Beautiful, handsome Not man. A pug. Basset hound, maybe? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe a basset hound. <laughs> All right. Beagle, maybe a beagle. Oh, ooh, beagle. Okay. Anyway, how many Jones is beagle? Anyway, I'll give it. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. It's an A list movie. It's a. I. I it's very true. It's a, this is my third movie this week. Movie, you know. Right. 
I'm very interested, uh, fans, to hear your uh, <clears throat> listeners. I'm very excited to hear your opinions on For All Mankind and Ad Astrea. So uh, be sure to comment on social media uh, or on our website, thatkindnerd.com. Tell me what you think about it. So, Brian. So, CJ. We talk about uh, different types of nerds, right? We, we ask the fundamental question, what kind of nerd are you, right? Indeed. There are, there are many types, but there is one uh, category of nerd that I have never fallen into. Yes, tell me more, CJ. That is tabletop and card playing game. Oh, yes. Yeah. Step into my world, sir. When I was in the Boy Scouts, when I was like 11 or 13, I had a troop that was obsessed with Magic the Gathering. So Magic the Gathering. Never been never been my thing. But uh, the Russo brothers, the minds behind uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, uh, Avengers Endgame, right? Just to name literally two, uh, are developing a show, an animated series for Magic the Gathering for Netflix. Yes! Indubitably. Indubitably. Did Magic the Gathering fall into your your nerdom, your fandom? <sighs> no. Okay. Uh, so I will say this. I know plenty of people who play the game. I've played many games like it. I never collected. There's a lot of lore. There's a lot of lore of behind it. I never collected the cards myself, but there is this whole world, much like World of Warcraft or Lord of the Rings, very fantasy driven. And I think this is a great, great source material for an animated series that you can just do whatever the F you want on a very small budget and make a 10-episode series about it. I think this is a great idea. And Anthony and Joe Russo have plenty. Forget about Endgame and Infinity War and Captain America. Forget about that. They have plenty of TV experience. They worked on yeah. Community. They worked Community. on Arrested Development. Like a lot of really solid TV shows. It's good. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be wonderful. So they're bringing two people on to serve as showrunners as well, Brian. People who have a pedigree that you would probably enjoy. Ooh. There's Henry Gilroy. And uh, Jose uh, Molina. Jose Molina. So Henry Gilroy uh, is from Star Wars: The Clone Wars. You know, uh, you know. Let me sidebar, sidebar. Tangent again. Tangent. Tangent. Let's go down this road. Let's do this. Let's go. Can of wine version two point oh, baby. Um, I have only watched the Clone Wars movie. I've never watched the series. Oh, that's surprising. And the funny thing is, I hear really great things about the series, but I hated the movie. Well, so yes. the movie was my introduction to the series, so I didn't watch it. But Disney Plus is coming out this year. I think I'm going to make it a priority to watch it. So, uh, Jose Molina. Molina. You may, you may know him from The Tick. Which The Tick? I'm looking that up right now. I was right about now. to say the cartoon or the, or the live ah, action with the Patrick Amazon Warburton. Prime, the Amazon Prime oh. uh, series. The tech, he was a producer. For oh, okay. Well, producer, come on, dude. Hey, I, I don't know what else he's done, but he he was there. Uh, maybe a writer. Now we gotta look at <laughs> He was on set. He said, "Hey." He was also. He, hey, also he said, wrote, "Hey, he also, the tick should be hey, more blue." Hey, hey make hey. him. He bluer. also wrote. He wrote. He wrote one episode and did the story for. He wrote two episodes and did the story for one. Oh, okay. All right. All right. He also worked on Agent Carter. Okay. And right. Sleepy Hollow. Ooh, all right. Grim. You have my attention. Castle. I feel like there's a theme here. Firefly. I do love me some Firefly. He wrote two episodes. So the guy wrote, wrote two episodes some- of Firefly? He wrote two episodes of Firefly. Sign me the F up. So shut uh, up and <laughs> take my money. Well, it's Netflix, so you know, they already got it. 
All right, listen, before we move on to the next topic, I just want to say real quick that we, uh, listeners, we, we love your support. And it means the world to us, and it keeps us going every single week. Uh, so we would kindly ask that you please share this episode with a friend, especially since Brian is on the can wind, and these episodes usually are pretty darn hilarious. Also, you may just enjoy some of the topics that we discuss. Discuss? Discuss. discuss. There you go. That Love we discuss. discussing things. Uh, if this is the first time listening to the show, <laughs> please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. So thank you. Without further ado, want to move on to our next topic where I go around the internet, I find the weird, I find the obscure, and then normally I ask two guys for their tech perspective, but this week it's drunk. Brian's getting tech perspective. Here we go, ladies yes! and gentlemen. Yes! So, tech Star perspective! All right. Tech perspective. Wow. That was like the best jingle I've ever done for it. No. Listeners. Listeners. Star Wars Galaxy Edge is now open in California. So, you know, if you're in that area, please go. I want to go to there. There are a lot of crazy, fun stories coming out of uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. A lot about the food, a lot about the the, the crafts that you can do. But there's one thing about that really cantina. caught my attention. Yep, there's one thing that caught my attention I, I had to bring out. Brian, there is a collectible at uh-huh. Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Okay. What is the most expensive collectible that you can buy? How much do you think it would cost? $5,000? Okay, so the most expensive collectible that you can buy at Star Wars Galaxy Edge will set you back twenty five thousand dollars holy hell and that doesn't include shipping no shipping costs included with that one what would you need what is it what do we need to ship can't i just carry it out is it pure unattainable you can get a completely new life-sized remote control r2d2 what you can change the colors you can change the head motions this is not a toy okay this is the same R2-D2 drone that you would see at movies, in the movies, or or at Comic-Con. The head moves, the droid beeps, it all lights up. It's as real as it gets. It's really cool, but it costs $25,000. <laughs> Who? Who it, is it's this It's an all-aluminum top. I, I, Who is I mean, this for? What are you talking about? Who is this for? First off, it's you know It's not people for Jay-Z, I can tell you that much. <laughs> you know there's people... What? I just thought of an extremely rich person. That was the first person that popped in my Jay-Z. brain. For, you're just like, who's got to absorb When I'm on the red wine, I get a little rap in me, all right? Jay-Z wouldn't want an R2 unit. I mean, he I don't think Jay-Z that. needs an R2 unit. He's got plenty. He's got Beyonce. So, Brian, you've also Beyonce been watching a Beyonce would never of... let an R2 u- unit into no, that home. You're right. Let's nah. be clear, all right? That's very true. And that, that's probably where the buck stops in that house. Yeah, seriously. Let's, let's, let's also talk, though. Brian, you've been doing extensive research on the Droid Depot shop. And... They have a lot of fun building custom drones, right? Uh, they cost around a hundred dollars, and they're you know pretty next level. They're, they're pretty good size things. I watched a video of this. Yes, I watched a video of how you actually assemble a droid, and I gotta tell you, I want to do it so bad. So let me ask you a question. We we just established that a full life size, like basically replica of R two D two, cost. Mm -hmm. So these cost $100. So how big are we talking about? Uh, From what I could tell in the video, I would say it's about like 10 inches high. All right. So it's about 10 inches high. All right. Okay. So listen, 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 listen. 
Listen, listeners. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, it depends on the unit because, like, I watched a video. I watched. Yes. I watched like four hours of YouTube videos about Galaxy's Edge, and I got. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I have a question. What? You you are way too busy in your life. I have to plenty of time Dr. to watch Who. four hours of YouTube but videos. But you will dra- go down the yes. rabbit hole of, of someone else building an R2 or, you know, or a B unit. You know why? Because I actually care about that. You know that what hurts. I don't care about? Carry Peter on. Peter Capaldi's Doctor Who. Carry- I don't it's give Capaldi. a shit about that. Carry anyway, on. Anyway, you get to choose between uh, two different droids that you can build, an R unit or a BB unit. So the size depends on what unit you choose because BB is smaller than R2. And R4, let's face it, R is like a trash can. BB is like a soccer ball, all right? So <laughs> you get to choose which unit you do, and then you pick and customize all sorts of different pieces and stuff, and then you get to a technician, and they're like, all right, let's assemble it. And you actually, like, drill and fucking, like, screw shit in, and it's like... it's Like, like you actually have to put it together. You put it together. Yes. It's like Ikea furniture, but you have someone explaining the instructions to you, except instead yeah. of you trying to decipher a picture. Definitely need that. And then you activate him and the head starts turning and they give you a little remote. And it's like a little RC car. And then like the droids, if you have more than one droid around you, will right. interact with each other. Oh, I know. So let's say, let's say, CJ, let's just put it out there. Let's say you and I take a trip. We go down to Galaxy's Edge and we make droids together. They'll interact with each other, and they'll probably hate each other as much as we yeah. do. Yeah, so it's fun for $100. Now, there are, like, other, like, accessories you can buy. Like, ooh, you can add this little nodule onto the front of him, this little knob, and you can buy. Touch keys. Gotcha. You can buy, like, personality chips and change their personality. So let's face oh, wow. it. I'm going to be, like, an evil droid, and you're probably yeah, going to yeah, be, like, a fun-loving resistance droid. That's fine. That's why they hate each other. But you can do so much with it. It looks so cool. And just the experience in general looks like so much fun. It's like it's totally immersive. I highly, highly suggest everybody just hop online, search a YouTube video of Galaxy's Edge. Like look at the droid building, the lightsaber builds. It seems like so much fun. I am totally going and I'm totally going to buy a droid and a lightsaber for myself. I'm just putting it out there. Also, I watched a video of the Millennium Falcon ride. Oh, okay. Have I told you about this yet? No, you haven't. All right. I need you to know how awesome this ride is. I th- I said it was going to look good from the beginning. But it, it's it's different because it's totally immersive. And it's, it, it's immersive on a completely different level. So... Here's the thing. I'm not even going to go into the fact that the line queue is like a hangar bay. And then you yeah. get into a room and you're actually in the Millennium Falcon. And can you play chess on that chessboard? Yes, you yes, fucking you can. can. I'm not that. even going to get into all of that because, listen, I can only get so erect. But <laughs> what I will say is this. You put six people into a pod and it legit is the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. And each person controls a different part of the ride. Right, yes, yes. And the thing is, like, it's completely different from, like, oh, the same thing happens on the ride every time, but we're going to pretend you're involved yeah, no. by pushing a button. It really is interactive. It's really interactive. One yeah. person handles the up and down movement. One person handles the right and left movement. You have people handling 
like blasters and stuff in the back and the screens and the fucking the 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 imagery move the way you move it looks you actually are controlling this you are actually flying the millennium which is why isn't the ride like 30 minutes long or something no that's gonna be the next ride that they release this ride's about 10 minutes long that's still good it's still good and you actually cj 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 yes right you get to go into hyperspace and you know what you do when you go into hyperspace you pull a fucking lever and you go into (laughs) hyperspace it's so awesome i need to ride this ride cj so brian's obviously very i am so (laughs) excited for this so brian's obviously very excited about this when does this open up down in disney because it's not open right now. It's only open in California. It's open in California. Disney World, September? Yes. Okay. I want to so say September. Soonish. Soonish. Just enough time for me to go I'm down there. I'm just going to put this out there, listeners. Certain nerds' birthdays in September. I'm just well, say. listeners, it is now time to get your machetes, get everything together, and it's time for us to go exploring the Amazon. La Savinia Amazon. Use the sell books. Amazon has unveiled its latest Prime Air Drone, which is a hybrid model that borrows from both the helicopter and airplane designs. Like a helicopter, the drone can do vertical takeoff and landings, but it also flies aerodynamically like an airplane, like it tips down and and flies that way. It can easily switch between the two modes, and what's great is it's all guarded, so it's all safety conscious, and it's designed to not uh, be very loud. Listen, CJ. You're using a lot of big words right now, and I'm going to take that as a sign of offense. It's offense. Here's what I want you to think of, ladies and gentlemen. When you buy a typical drone or see someone flying a drone from, like, Best Buy, it's got the sharp blades around it, right, four posts and little legs, and it just comes up off the ground and goes down on the ground, right? And now I want you to think of those really cool freaking, like, helicopters that also, when they, they have the propellers, but when they land, they turn down like a plane propeller. Basically, like this the way you think that a drone would fly, it doesn't do that. Okay, CJ, why the hell did they make these things? I'm glad you asked, listener, who wasn't actually here, but I am addressing anyway. It is now going to be used to deliver Amazon products in same day shipping. In uh, they've same already done day? same day. Oh, shipping. same day. Same I was like, insane shipping. day. What day of the week is they that? They've already, they've already uh, done insane a couple. Insane day is probably a Tuesday because yeah, no one would expect it. it. Yeah, uh, they have already done some uh, test flights uh, in the UK, but the deal is this: they will hold a package that is at least five pounds, uh, and it has a, uh, a a time limit. Dare I say, of about thirty minutes uh, per trip. So it's only got about an hour flight uh kind of built into it they're doing that for safety and they're doing that for just making sure that you know the battery and everything works down it looks really cool except that all that makes me think about is Grizzlebox. listen i'm watching this video right now and the music that they have for it is the most ridiculous piano music i've ever they're heard. just going they're going please don't be scared of this like, this is a nice thing no don't be no, scared the music don't be scared the music makes me scared because the music's like this thing looks like like if a spider could just get up this and music fly. is like if a spider was following me playing eight pianos at once just i i i don't i don't think that's it at all but it, it flies it flies differently than you think it would doesn't it it's really agile but also just like it's in a different angle than you think it would. And it uses the... the it's so like, weird. Yeah, it uses the... 
But, it uses the protection but, around the blades as like wings. Because that's awesome. This is so cool. Why is this? I'm fine so with cool? this. It looks cool. It looks weird. I'm scared. The other part too, this is the part that got me concerned too. Hold me, CJ. When it's, when it's I don't want to. When it's descending, what if like you have a dog out in the yard or I don't know, you're walking around? Apparently it is trained to detect people and animals from above. And here's the best part. It's got all this fun machine. Not the best part. Here's something nerdy that I thought was cool. It's got machine learning built onto it that doesn't require any kind of connectivity. So it can make real time decisions to adjust to changing weather patterns, animals, birds, and also just making sure it can deliver your package safely. So it's Skynet. Yeah, it's Skynet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of Skynet. Yeah, Wait nope, till you watch I'm, some nope, more Black Mirror. Nope, I'm good. Nope. I'm going to channel my inner Josh. Nope, 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 nope. I don't want this. I don't need this. I am perfectly fine with two-day shipping. Well, the company has gotten approval to do test de- uh, test deliveries in the U.S., so uh, whether whether you're ready for this or not, it's coming. And, Brian, I live right by an Amazon Fulfillment Center. I'm pretty sure these things are going to be flying around my house pretty soon. Nope, I'm good. It's happening. Get ready for you it. You do live by an Amazon Fulfillment I do. Center, don't you? I, I really do. you do. just go pick your shit up then? Uh, no, but I return things very easily. And then they're going to let you return things to Kohl's, and I live right behind a Kohl's. So well, I know. I know don't be creepy. Don't be creepy, listener. Don't do that. Mm, Mr. Brian Thornton. I'm going to CJ lives mm. by. I'm going to wait for him. Mm. I'm going to his house and then realize he's got nothing of value. And I'm going to leave. C- CJ doesn't leave shirts on the floor like Josh. CJ's, CJ will wait 25 minutes for a return. <laughs> I'm getting my money back, damn it. Because my $5 is worth That's, 25 minutes of my Josh time. Josh will burn Josh will burn $20 to, to solve a problem. I'm the guy putting it out going, it's it's over half the bill. It's still legal tender. <laughs> so when someone denies me because I have a burnt dollar bill, I'm like, it's still good. Here's the statute. It says it's fine. I have it laminated in my wallet. Here you go. Right. I'm like that guy that from guy that Transformers, Transformers movie who had that. Re- I think we found the Transformer. All right, listen, nerds, we also got a special treat for you. Brian and I, uh, actually, this this fine evening, before Brian had two, actually three uh, cans of, of bottled wine, recorded a spoiler cast for our patrons for the 2019 version of Aladdin. Listeners, I can't stress this enough. We differ on this movie so much. We have never been on this opposite side of of opinions before. Which is lame as hers for saying that CJ is so wrong. No. You're and a as bastard. always, I am so right. No. You're such a nitpicky little jerk who just can't let go of the, the old cartoon. The movie was garbage. Spoiler was alert. It's not. The movie was great. Listen, there's no reason to be apprehensive for the Patreon. You need to go ahead and subscribe to this and especially check out this episode. Go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. Not only support the show, but get yourself some amazing content. Uh, this episode, I'm telling you guys, it's it's freaking fantastic. I'm very happy to, to share it with the world. Are you really? Really? I am. I think you it was great. You got really frustrated with me. I was very frustrated with you, but it's a great episode. It's great radio. I know. It's wonderful. We should disagree more often. So, listen, nerd, as I said before, do me a favor. Share this episode with a friend because sharing is the ultimate internet currency, and Brian's really hilarious when he's drunk. I am. Thank you, listener, you, right now, the one I'm talking to. Thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we will see you on the next episode. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. Can't wine, wine in a can. 
Hey, why are you stretching your legs? I'm the one who's carrying the show. Oh, oh. <laughs> suck a dick. Oh, so I'll I'm just... drinking canned wine to try and make myself more entertaining. Okay, I have had a tough week, and you're not carrying the show. I'm doing plenty. <laughs> I know you are. Just uh, you were just gone. You're I was like, I need to get him back dick. on camera. Why do you hate me so much? <laughs> listeners, may I call you listeners? I uh, <laughs> that's basically <laughs> that was your tone. You listeners, can I call you? Can I call you listeners? Ah, <laughs> oh, I just chugged half a can of wine. It was delicious, but it burned so bad. 